DC Studios are rebooting their entire cinematic universe, starting from scratch. They're going to rise like a phoenix from the ashes. Not a dark one, that's Marvel. What have they got planned for us, my friends? Let's have a quick look on the Buckleverse. Cinematic Universe is in the bin. Most of the old casting gone out the window. Gone Henry Cavill. Gone Ben Affleck. Gone Gail Godot. Staying Jason Momoa. That's curious. And also possibly staying Ezra Miller, depending on what happens with him in his personal life. The poor boy's in trouble. The mentally ill get nothing but sympathy here. Though he is touching on. Anyway. <laughs> let's not go into that controversy let's have a look at the, what's coming up so at the helm we have mr james gunn and mr peter safran and uh i'm pleased with these two being in charge let's be honest i really like james gunn peter safran i've got to be honest don't know much about him but james gunn i loved his work with the suicide squad i've loved everything he's made i'm down he, he seems to get comics he knows what he's doing so put him in charge fair dues I like what he's saying about what's coming up. First of all, this first round of uh, films and television series, they're all going to be interconnected properly. That's the one thing DC Studios didn't quite nail in the way that Marvel did. Things were going off at all sorts of weird tangents and angles, and you're never quite sure where you were. And tonally as well, the constant shifts between tone were very grating on a viewer. You couldn't find a groove with it. With Marvel, you know what you're getting. It's like going to see the next episode of your favourite sitcom basically. A very comforting vibe. And uh, James Gunn, Peter Safran reckon this is what they're going to do moving forward. Good luck to them. The first chapter of their saga is billed as gods and monsters. I like that. That sounds like we're going to get some good stuff coming down the pipe. It does sound a little bit Zack Snydery. It's the sort of name that he would pick, but he's out the picture as well. So uh, this is a whole new dawn. First out of the Gates is going to be a TV animated series called The Creature Commandos. Full disclosure, I don't know anything about this whatsoever. Um, I've read the concept on it. It's a team of monsters that come together um, to fight Nazis. It's an animated series, and James Gunn has said that the people doing the voices in the cartoon will eventually be playing these characters in live action. That's an interesting idea to me. And again, I'm looking at this picture right now of them. I don't recognise a single character there apart from that Weasley thing from uh, Suicide Squad, who I liked as a character. He made me laugh. I forget what he's called. Come on, Buckles. Do some bloody research. Nah, it's gone. The Weasley little thing. The concept's fine. It's an animated series. Let's see how that pans out. Next out is the TV series Walla, uh, an HBO Max series and a spin-off of Peacemaker, another HBO Max series. Peacemaker appearing in the Suicide Squad than in his own spin-off show. I've, I've seen Suicide Squad, both of them. I've not seen the show. Only so many hours in the day. And Better Call Saul eats up a lot of them. I love the character what I saw of the Peacemaker in the films. I love the character of uh, Amanda Waller. And I'm pleased to see her back. She's the head of a government task force, in case you don't know. She's sort of a behind-the-scenes kind of a character. Think a less cool Nick Fury. But she's not a leader. She's quite a little bit darker than that, a bit more manipulative. Viola Davis is returning to player, so that's great. One of the original cast from the old DCU that's extending through. I believe that uh, the Flash movie is going to be a reset point for this. 
going into this new universe. They've still got an, an Aquaman film to come out, the Flash film, and a couple of others, um, and Shazam. Now, I reckon these are... These, it's very hard to get excited about these films because they're basically of, of franchises that aren't going to continue. They're asking us to invest in characters that we're not going to necessarily see again, or at least not in the same way. The Flash movie will be the reboot because they're doing a variation on the Flashpoint paradox. And uh, Guns reshot the ending of that so that it kind of segues into this. Whether Ezra remains, let's... Let's have a little look and see. Though it does seem odd to me that, that, you know, Henry Cavill, best Superman in a generation, doing sterling work. You're fired. Gail Godot, wonderful take on Wonder Woman, massively popular. People love the movies. You're fired. Ezra Miller, an absolute pain in the arse from day one. God bless him. But God bless them. But, you know, difficult, hard work, doing everything they can to kill this franchise. Oh, you can stay. You stay. Because, you know... That's how we roll around here. Strange choice. Not even a popular flash. I mean, everyone I speak to wants the guy off the TV series. But there you go. Waller's coming. Then we It's being written by Crystal Henry. Oh, nice touch. Crystal Henry wrote Watchmen. I'm down with that. The Watchmen show. I love that. You want to get into a decent superhero show, get involved with Watchmen. It's incredible. Oh, that gives me a good, a good vibe. Written by Crystal Henry. And uh, Jeremy Carver, the creator of the Doom Patrol TV series. Another little avenue I've not yet been down, but I fully intend to, because Grant Morrison is my happy. Then we get the first big movie of the new relaunch franchise. Superman Legacy is coming. This one's being written by Gunn. And he may also direct it. According to uh, Saffron, Superman is the true kickoff of the duo's DCU plans. It's not an origin story, Saffron says. It's focusing on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. He is the embodiment of truth, justice and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks that kindness is old-fashioned. Please, God, yes. I want to see that. That's the Superman film I want to see. That is the Superman film I want to see Henry Cavill in. Because I want to see Superman, not Superboy. I want him to be in full command of his faculties. I want to see him roaring through the sky at full tilt, having battles with the power cosmic. I don't want a teenage Superman moping about, working out who he is. Another take on the origin story. So this sounds like it's great. This is, this is exactly what I want. And a bright Superman, a light Superman, a Superman leading us towards the night, not pissing us off in some dirge of a film. Cavill was a fantastic Superman. The movies that showcased him were not. They portrayed him as a dark, emo Superman that no one liked. You know, Batman versus Superman might as well have been called. Fuck Superman! I mean, it was just depressing to watch. The darkness, the dankness of the suit, just moping around. There were signs of some sort of a, a resurrection. Well, literally a resurrection. He came back to life in the Justice League. But there were signs they were going to go in a lighter direction with him. I would like to have seen Cavill continue in that role, even in a reboot. I would love to have seen Cavill in a reboot. I would love to have seen Cavill in Superman Legacy. We're not going to get that. We're going to get a new Superman, new actor, hopefully an unknown. I always like... Uh, an unknown actor to be Superman because then he's Superman. He doesn't come with any baggage, you know. It's interesting with a reboot. My reaction, by the way, when things are announced, it's always the same. I've got to learn the lesson and have a 24-hour cooling-off period because 
my initial response is always, fuck this. I mean, Heath Ledger's been cast as the Joker. Fuck this. Ben Affleck's the new Batman. Fuck this. Like, I don't like it. You know, as like all geeks, you've got your fantasy casting in your head. No one told me Heath Ledger was going to do that. I was hoping for Steve Carell or some sort of eccentric comedian to get it. But no, Heath Ledger. And what happened? A, a, a Joker-defining performance. A, a, a career-defining performance. An incredible performance that lingers still. What is it now? Ten years later, and to most people, he's still the Joker. I mean, it's an incredible thing that he did. Ben Affleck, fantastic Batman. Not good movies, but can't fault him. Put in the shift, got fit. An older bat, you know what I mean? Wore the suit well. Played the part well. I loved him as Batman. You know, so always, 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 when I see the new, the new things come in, I go, oh, Christ, no. 24-hour cooling off period buckles, and then you get the real skinny. I tell you what I do want from Superman Legacy, or indeed any Superman going forward. I'm not, I know everyone's sick of the character. They all want Brainiac. They all want, you know, uh, some of the more cosmic villains, as do I. I really do. But I also would like to see, at last, a decent Lex Luthor back on the cinema screen. Well, I mean, that, that, that Jesse, what's his name? The guy that played him in... Uh, that Jesse Eisenberg is out as Lex Luthor is a joy to me. I, I want to see Walter White, Lex Luthor, basically. That's what I want. I want Walter White as Lex Luthor. I want, literally would like to see Brian Cranston play him. But, I, but Cranston's now probably aged out. The man's pushing 70. But that's what I want. I want that, that ruthless, evil, petty, but concealed, you know, that drive, that... Lex Luthorness that you get in the comic books. That character's never been fully realised on the big screen. We've had wacky, funny Lex Luthers. Um, Hackman's still my favourite. Perfect for the time and place of that movie. But we haven't had ruthless Lex Luthor. We haven't had nasty business. I mean, I want Walter White as Lex Luthor. I'm not asking too much. Next out comes Lanterns. Now, this is a, a Green Lantern TV series. There was going to be a TV series as part of Greg Belanti's whole setup. That's gone. This is the new thing. Um, our vision of this, this is Saffron again. Our vision of this is very much in the vein of True Detective. Um, it's terrestrial based. Come on, I've seen True Detective. And believe me, if that's the vibe you're going for with the Green Lantern, I'll have some of that on toast. Yes, please. True Detective is phenomenal, and the vibe of it is perfect. That weirdness, the kind of eccentricity of it, the surrealness of it, yet still grounded in the real world, still very, very real. Too bloody real, True Detective. Give me a Green Lantern series set then. Excellent. It's also featuring both the Lanterns. There's always this debate among comic fans. Who's the best Green Lantern? Is it Hal Jordan or is it Jon Stewart? Well, guess what? They're both going to be in this, apparently, so that argument's out the window. Bring it on. Next out the gate. A movie again. Back to the movies. We're getting, we're getting The Authority. Um, don't know anything about this whatsoever. I've got to be honest. Never read an Authority comic book. Don't know any of these characters. Have no investment in this. I'll watch it, obviously. I'll enjoy it. I'll love it. I'm not qualified to talk about it. Though apparently, according to this, they're setting up The Authority as potential Superman villains down the line. So I am going to check out The Authority in the comic books and see what they're about. Could be an interesting avenue to go down once I've finished what I'm reading now. Tom King's Batman run, in case you're wondering. Paradise Lost is coming as well. An HBO Max series. 
described as a... Oh, this is the Wonder Woman thing. Yeah, so Godot's out as Wonder Woman, which I think is harsh. She was fantastic in that role. But and we're not getting a Wonder Woman film in this slate, in this first round. We're not getting a Wonder Woman film. We're getting this Paradise Lost television series. It's a Game of Thrones-style thing they're doing, set on the island of Themyscira. I'm always getting the pronunciation of that wrong, but it's set there, and it's going to be like an origin story for the island, the Amazon culture that Wonder Woman eventually comes from. I'm sure it's going to lead into a Wonder Woman film at some point, but curious that it's not in their current slate. We're looking at about, well, a good eight years before we get a Wonder Woman film, if this all pans out as planned. They're going to recast because, you know, they're recasting everyone, so they're going to recast. Next out. Now, this is the most interesting one to me. The Brave and the Bold. We're getting another Batman. They're rebooting Batman again. Well, they're not rebooting Batman again because the Batman franchise is going to continue. Robert Pattinson's The Batman and its various spin-offs are going to be still happening. Uh, we're getting a Penguin series on HBO Max, and also, I believe, an Arkham Asylum series on HBO Max. We're also getting The Batman 2. There's an imaginative title. I can just see the creatives working on that. And well, we're going to call it The Batman Rises. The Bat We've done that already. The Batman, Batman 2. Just The Batman 2. Let's get on with it. Anyway, that'll do them. They're going to come. Whatever we call it, they're going to come. The Batman 2. So that's coming anyway. We're going to get that. But it's going to be in Elseworlds. Elseworlds are a thing in the comics. I'm sure you're aware of this. If you're aware, um, they're stories that happen outside of the main continuity. They're separate from the sort of central pillar. But the Brave and the Bold is going to give us a brand new Batman and a brand new Robin. We're getting Damien for the first time on the big screen. Damien is uh, Damien Wayne is Bruce Wayne's son by Talia al Ghul. And in the comic books, he becomes a Robin. My favourite Robin, because he's a nasty little bastard, right? That's the whole, he's a chav, he's scum, he's an evil little shit. He was raised by the League of Shadows to believe that he's essentially Alexander the Great. And he walks around with his sort of swagger, but he's like 11 years old. And he's a killer, do you know what I mean? He, he doesn't, you know, he's, Batman's trying to train him in the ways of the Bat and trying to bring him back to the light side of the Force. Their dynamic is very interesting. So the Brave and the Bold is going to give us a Batman already established, not an origin film. He's already going to be there with Damien, all set up with his Bat family established. You know, the, the various spin-off characters, Nightwing, Batgirl, all ready to go. Waller, as we know, is already getting a series. And um, all the ca other characters in his, in his universe ready to go, all set up and just boom, here you are. And here it is. We're dropping straight in. I love that for a start. And it's a Batman we've not seen on screen before. And I hope they go literally brave and bold with it. I want to see the blue and grey costume. I want to see that. We've never seen it on screen. He's always been in black. Affleck was close with some dark grey. But I want that blue and grey costume with the big yellow bat symbol on his chest. If we've still got dark Batman with the Batman, why not give us that as a little counterpoint? And it's all. And it's also they're taking their inspiration from the now classic Batman run of Grant Morrison. I can't get over That's amazing to me. Morrison's run of the Bat was sensational. I say give the entire DC universe to Morrison. Let him fix the whole thing. But if I did that, I imagine about three people in the world would enjoy it, like real heavyweight geeks who understand about multiverses and quantum time and all this other stuff. And the casual cinema go be going, what the bloody hell is this? 
But that's a great pick. Going with the Grant Morrison. I hope Grant Morrison gets involved. If they get involved in it in any way with the script writing or any aspect of it, I would be so excited. Let them get involved. They've done Tell Europe. They've done the Doom Patrol. They've done Brave New World. They've done Happy. They've got a proven track record at creating visual stuff outside of the comic book form that works. Give them the scripting on the Brave and the Bold, says I. Hope that happens. The Batman sequel, we've covered that. Very interesting to work out who's going to be the villain in that, by the way, because they're very heavily hinting we're getting Mr. Freeze. You know, now, most people's memories of Mr. Freeze are, you're not sending me to the cooler, and all that, you know, chill out, and all that other, non the Schwarzenegger one in Batman and Robin, embarrassing. But there is a beautiful character there that has not been done right, apart from outside the animated series. Check out Batman, the animated series, Heart of Ice. That is Mr. Freeze, and that is what I want to see on the big screen. Now, if he is the baddie, pardon me. If he is the baddie, the central villain of the Batman 2, it will be a very different Mr. Freeze. Those films are so grounded in reality that I suspect he won't be walking around in his suit that keeps him alive because he's a half ice man. He'll probably be some sort of a serial killer that freezes his victims to death, you know, and some nasty shit like that. But yeah, big old year. We're getting a Superman film. Oh, the Batman sequel and the Superman film are coming out in the same year. That'll be interesting. And then the Brave and the Bold comes later. Anyway, back to what's coming. After the Brave and the Bold, we are getting a, another HBO Max TV series, Booster Gold. I know very little about Booster Gold. My brother absolutely loves this character. So what I know about him comes from him. Booster Gold is essentially um, an imposter syndrome guy. He's a superhero from the future. Come back to now to try and make his fortune and meet women. And, you know, he's an ego on legs. And he's hilarious. The little bits of him I've read, I do love. He's very, very funny. This is potentially a great series. Um... Yeah, very good, good comedic character. My brother thinks it's going to be wonderful. He reminds me from what I've seen, because he, he wears like, you know, sponsorship stuff on his uniform. The way he's styled, the way he is, he reminds me very much of Captain Amazing from uh, Mystery Men from back in the day. Underrated film, Mystery Men. Very worth a look, that. Then we're into Supergirl, the woman of tomorrow. That'll be good too, I should imagine, because it's taken its cues from Tom King's recent run on the uh, the comic book. Tom King's one of my favourite Batman writers. Not read his Supergirl yet, but I think I'll have to check it out. His Batman stuff is phenomenal. Supergirl. Now, this is not going to be the Supergirl that we see in the Flash film, apparently. They're keeping that completely separate. So we're going to get a new Supergirl cast. One thing I hope we do see in that film is in the comic book, she's got a little bit of a... She's a teenage girl. She's got a chip on her shoulder, you know what I mean? She's, you know, a little bit of a wild card sometimes. I hope we get to see that with the character. I hope we do get to... She's been played brilliantly for the past few years by um, Melissa Benwist. Benwist, am I pronouncing that right? Probably not, but, you know, no one watches these anyway. And... Uh, she got that character right in the uh, the TV series, in the Belantiverse. She was phenomenal in that role. I'm, I'm sad to see her go. Again, aged out. It's got to be a girl, not a woman, you know, the age thing. But um, I hope we get, basically, someone like that to, to play the role and, and to do it the justice. The last out, closing the first chapter of the new DC Universe, is Swamp Thing. And I'm down with this. I love the Swamp Thing. I'm currently rereading, because I've forgotten it, Alan Moore's... Saga of the Swamp Thing. 
uh, which I read when I was a very, very young, and I've completely forgotten, so I'm going through it again. And that comic book stands up. It could have been written last week. A wonderful horror comic, uh, and a wonderful take on the character, the idea that he isn't a scientist that's been... Uh, and I hope they go with this in the film, that he isn't a scientist who's been blown up in a freak accident and is, is now half man, half plant. But what he is, is that scientist's sort of a weird living swamp mass absorbing that scientist's consciousness and then believing he's that scientist, having that scientist's thoughts, beliefs and memories. But he isn't that scientist. He's something completely different that rises up from the swamp and it takes it into very, very deep waters that the TV series went into as well. Ideas of consciousness, of... Uh, of what is reality, you know, it really is a great book. And I hope they go down that. Go full Alan Moore with the Swamp Thing, says I, and you won't go wrong. And I'm sure Alan Moore will love that, given his warmth towards any adaptions of his work. So that's what's coming up. There you go. So a few notable omissions, as previously stated, no Wonder Woman film. That's a curious choice, given what a great character and a great franchise they had going on there. One of their most successful uh, both critically and um, in terms of box office. So to not have a Wonder Woman film is odd to me. I think they've uh, potentially missed the trick there. Very excited about Brave and Bold. Very excited about all of it. Very excited about Superman. So I'm looking forward. It's all good there. It's all good. There's nothing there that I'm like, oh, eh, there. You know, once you get over the initial, how many Batman are there going to be then? Hey, we've got Affleck, Keaton, Patterson. How many are they going to be? We're getting four Batmen over the next couple of years. We've got Patterson. Affleck's got one more go at it in Aquaman, and I believe he appears in The Flash. Keaton's Batman is going to appear in The Flash. And then this new guy, whoever that's going to be. So that's four Batmen coming at us in as many years. But um, I think it's going to settle down. I think it's going to be all right. And you know what? I'm a Batman fan. The more Bat, the better. Give me the Bat. Bring it on. You know, make a Batman film every three months. I don't give it not monkeys. I want to see it. I'd like to see a Batman TV series. That's what I'd like to see. He, the character lends itself to that, to weekly storytelling, to universe building, you know, to a, a five season, 20 episodes a season, rich, deep arc. You know, think Breaking Bad. Think think better course. Cool. So really building the characters up, making you fall in love with them. Some characters appearing in spin-offs, building that lovely universe. I think TV is a better fit for the Bat than the cinema. But, you know, money talks and uh, the Bat is box office. So that ain't going to happen. Before we get to all those wonderful films, though, we've got to sort of get to the end, the dregs, if you like, at the bottom of the cup of the current DC slate. So we've got Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Looking forward to it. We'll go and see it. Not massively invested in the character. He's not my happy, but people are. And it's going to be a good film, I'm sure. Then we've got The Flash. That's your Control-Alt-Delete. That's where they're going to reset everything. Then we've got The Blue Beetle. Don't know anything about it. Don't really want to. And then we have Aquaman and The Lost Kingdom is coming out on Christmas Day. Now, that's going to be interesting because that is Jason Momoa as Aquaman. And we don't know Aquaman's future in the new DC Universe yet. We know that Jason Momoa's got a future, apparently. But word on the street, that might be playing somebody else. That might be playing Lobo. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. 
So there you go. There's your DC slate. There's what's coming up. There's what I think about it. And the overall vibe is, I'm down. Bring it on. Get it all to me. Start now. Get the flash out now. Why have I got to wait till June? Hit that control alt delete button. Speaking of hitting buttons, hit subscribe, will you? So there we are. A little, little bit of a bit of that. The Buckleverse is back, my friends. There's a bit of that. So the Buckleverse is back, my friends. Um, thanks for bearing with me through my month-long hiatus while I let my brain reboot. What can I tell you? It's been a rough January. But we're back on track now. So please uh, subscribe, like, share, tell your friends. I'll see you on the very next Buckleverse. Buckleverse. <laughs>